Hello everyone, welcome to episode 2 of the Spirits Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Richmond Angel Benner and I'm so excited to be coming your way again for this second episode. In the pilot episode, we talked about crafting godly desires and we made mention of the fact that as a Christian entrepreneur, if you have a business idea or you're already running a business, your desire should be based on three things. So we talked about future innovation, we talked about the glory of God, and we talked about the wisdom of God. And we stated that the Holy Spirit that can give you ideas about future innovation, right? What people are going to demand in the market going forward. And he's the only one who can teach you and show you these things that even market research or market trends cannot show you. So today in episode two, we're going to look at the things that hinder the energy of desire. When you come up with a desire to do something for God concerning your business, there are so many things that can hinder that desire from being manifested. So today we're going to be looking at some of them. And kindly remember that this podcast is based on my premier best-selling book, Desire to Dream the Dream of Desire, which is available on Amazon. Okay, so now let's just get into it. Now the first thing we're going to look at is complacency. Because a lot of times, I've, I've met a lot of people who share their business ideas with me as a consultant and they tell me that I have this business idea, I want to do this, I want to do that. And at the end of the day, they become complacent because they feel they have their skills, all the skills and all the knowledge to pursue that vision. And at the end of the day, they end up making mistakes because they didn't plan properly. So we're going to look at complacency and how it affects the the entrepreneur's ability to hinder his desire. The complacent mind never grows in knowledge. People who tend to think they have enough knowledge about a particular field get left behind innovatively. Because if you don't keep learning, you're always going to lag behind. And a complacent mind hinders innovation. It hinders your ability to innovate. It kills your creativity. The creative mind is always active because it is fueled by the energy of desire. When your mind is always thinking about new ways to solve problems, you are fueling the energy of your desire. You are fueling ways you can come up with new things to solve problems. Now, the potency of your desire determines the level of creativity that every individual exhibits. People who are always willing to learn, especially from their mistakes, are able to access the latent power of their minds to do the same things they do in a different and more exciting way. Complacency usually sets in as we grow and go through some of life's experiences that teach us certain things. So a lot of times you realize that there are people who think they know a lot about a particular field because of their life's experiences. Although that can be true to an extent, you'd have to also realize that as an entrepreneur, your market determines how fast your business grows. And you always need to be listening to what the needs of the market are to be able to achieve all your goals that you've set for your business. However, when we hit the stage of complacency, we must refuse in our minds to live by it. It is it is very tempting to become complacent. There's nothing wrong with being complacent, but once you realize that there is a level of complacency that is being exhibited in your desires, you must first accept that recognition and deal with it. 
other than that it's going to creep slowly into the way you do your things and it's going to affect your business we must not neglect the playful and desirous mind that we had as children you know as a child you always have a mentality about how the world works you you always have this this, uh, this passion that you can actually achieve any feat or anything until you grow up and you start experiencing challenges and things become more fearful and more taunting to you for you to achieve we must grow with that mind that we had as children that playful creative mind we should always exhibit that playful creative mind in anything that we do concerning our business because the knowledge we gain as we grow up is only given to us to only make us powerful and creative but not complacent the knowledge we acquire through the things that we learn through the actions that we exhibit are only there to make us creative and powerful and not complacent so complacency is one major thing that kills the energy of people's desires because they feel they have arrived they get to the point where they feel that yes they have arrived at where they are supposed to be and they start taking people for granted they start taking opportunities for granted they start taking certain key things they're supposed to do daily those same daily routines they were doing every single day that kept them on top of their game they begin to take those things for granted and by the time they realize they are the last in their industry or they are nowhere to be found so complacency is very very key to hindering your desire as an entrepreneur and it's something that you should definitely look at avoiding so now let's look at the second thing which is affirmative action or resisting affirmative action so what is affirmative action in the first place now some people never realize when it is time to move on in their lives they get stuck in the same job house or social status too long they resist the positive willingness to enter into a new phase of their lives eventually they become bored stagnant less creative and less desirable in the community in which they find themselves others are also so happy reliving their past glories and enjoying all the successes they chalked in the past you hear people saying that oh five years ago i started a business i made xyz amount of money but the question really is where is your business today you can't keep living on historical data or historical achievements you have to make progress because that is why you have the holy spirit living inside you the holy spirit is resident in you to help you make progress to help you achieve new things every day because the blessings of god are new every morning so if you're not accessing those blessings every single day you're actually cheating yourself of all the things you could have achieved every day with the help of the holy spirit now these people who re- resist affirmative action who resists the opportunity to make progress they forget that every day the world is changing with an insatiable appetite for creativity so sticking to old ideas mean you get left behind i mean think about it in the world today a lot of businesses are being disrupted a lot of business models are being disrupted because of the coronavirus and already some businesses are shutting down people are beginning to see that the things that they used to do don't make sense anymore and a lot of business and businesses or business owners have had to hit the reset button because you need to understand that because new trends are coming up you need to be able to position your business rightly at a stage where you're able to still attain or still have that relevance in your market or in your industry so don't get left behind 
if you resist affirmative action, you definitely get left behind. For example, if you're a mechanic and you don't learn about new trends in car manufacturing, such as self-drive cars and the development of new engines, you'll soon be out of business because the cars you have knowledge about today will not be here tomorrow. When it is time to move on in your life, follow the leading of your spirit, mind and faith and do the right thing that will help you secure your financial future and purpose. Because remember that God is going to hold you responsible for your purpose because you are a steward to his purpose. The purpose that God gave you when he created you. He made you a steward of that purpose. I, I tell people that people, some people may miss heaven not because they were not saved but because they didn't pay attention to the purpose that God gave them. They they misrepresented that purpose by doing what they felt was right for them to do without actually consulting the Holy Spirit. You know, most people think that God is this superior signboard that you can go to and ask for signs and directions. But God is a very passionate, lovely person. And, and he's, he's, he's very concerned about everything that you do. He's concerned. He's even concerned about the perfume that you would use, the clothes you wear. You know, think about it. Someone who made the whole universe and who actually made you. He's definitely concerned about everything that concerns you. So why would you hide the most important parts of your life away from God? Like your relationships, your business. Why would you only go to God in, in a place of prayer just to ask for things? And then ignore his 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 strength and his ability to help you achieve those things that you think are little in your sight. So, complacency and resistant affirmative action are two things that can actually hinder the energy of desire. Now, the third thing is refusing independence and self-reliance. A lot of young people today want to be independent. They go like, I can't wait to leave my parents' home. I can't wait to go and have my own place. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do that. But the question really is, are you ready to embrace the responsibility that comes with being independent? Are you ready to attain that feat? Are you ready to keep going? Are you ready to keep pushing your business when for the first six months you don't make money and the revenue in your bank account or your bank statement is zero? What is going to keep you going in that period? Is your passion for that purpose that God has given you. If you're listening to me today and you have a business idea and you're really scared about taking it to the next level, well, I have news for you. Nobody's going to do it until you do. You can't say that there are a lot of writers or business consultants or mechanics, so let them do what they're supposed to do. I'm not going to become one of them. You know, a few years ago, when God told me, so let me share my story, right? Let me share just a, a bit of my story. So, some few years ago, right, God told me clearly, like, point blank to quit my job, right? It was crazy because I was like, why would, why would God tell me something like that? But everyone has a purpose for their lives. Everyone has a path that they're supposed to follow. And for some time, like, it really scared me. And I was going around in circles, right? Because I couldn't accept that it was from God. I was like, how am I going to survive? How am I going to live? How am I going to do this and that? But the day I made my mind to accept that vision, things started turning around for my good. Because I discovered there was something inside me that needed to break forth. But because I was actually hindering it from breaking forth, it was being delayed. 
until I allowed that thing to break forth. And today I'm I am so excited because I love my life. I love the things that I do. I love the fact that my business helps people. And it makes me feel relevant. So you need to listen to your spirit more often. You need to listen to the ideas that God has for your business. Although you need to be compliant to government, to your clients, your customers, and everything. You need to understand that as a Christian and as an entrepreneur, the ideas that God gives to you to grow your business are based on his purpose for your life. And it's only your faith that can help you attain those things. Think about it. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. That means you can't please God without faith. So if God says, jump, and you're not jumping, you're not pleasing him. If God says, move from this level, start a business, take your business to the next level, register your business. You've been you've been doing that business for like a year and a half now. You've not registered it and you are praying for investors. You see, God likes order. Investors will never come to you because investors, when they come, they're looking for principles. They're looking for paperwork. Have you registered your business? Do you have a business plan? Do you pay taxes if your business is for profit? These are the, do you have a bank account? These are the things investors look out for. So you can't be praying for investors when you've not done the right things. It doesn't work that way. And people who refuse independence and self-reliance hinder the energy of their desire. They keep going around in circles asking for the same things all over again. The role of a teacher or mentor is to guide you to perfection in a chosen path. When you attain perfection in that path, your results should be evident, better and powerful enough than that of your mentor. Only then can your mentor be very accomplished in the task of mentoring. Some people refuse to be independent. They have learnt and perfected a skill for so long but are unable to set out on their own and become masters of their fields. They refuse the winning process. They compete for the limited space and resources that their mentors have. And they refuse to become mentors themselves to train the next generation. Now, I refer to these people as anti-self-reliant individuals because they don't want to become self-reliant. And they are consumed with the fear of failure. Failure only brings more ideas to looking at the situation differently. It is a route to perfection if only you don't give up. We learn, uh, we learn to teach ourselves and others so that they can become better at the things that they do so that they can also develop new ways of doing the things they learned from us. This is the cycle of learning. You, ha- you have to face the fear of failure, set out on your own and when it's time to. Refusing to do this will only limit the power of excellence within you and make your desires unfruitful. You will never know how excellent you are if you refuse independence and self-reliance. Now, the fourth way of hindering your desire is ignoring evaluation. You want to put your products and services out there and in your mind and in your heart, you feel that your products and services are good, but you don't want to accept feedback from your customers. You need to understand that as a, as a business person, you need to put your ego aside. And you need to listen to what people are saying about your products or service. You need to accept feedback and you need to work on the feedback that people give you. So you don't need to ignore evaluation. Yes, you get busy, but you should always spend quality time with yourself to reflect on your strengths and your weaknesses so that you can become a better person. Evaluation is a time when we reflect on our goals, achievements, and plans. We assess how far we have come and what more we can do. We can do this indoors, in the car, or at a cool, quiet place. 
Evaluation rekindles the flame to accomplish your desires and gives you unflinching strength in the face of adversity. So it is very important to evaluate your business from time to time to pause, head to the reset button and take a look at what is going on and how you can make your business more innovative and better. The final thing I want to talk about that hinders the energy of desire is grandiosity. So grandiosity is the danger of praise from our accomplishments. When people praise your work and you get so attached to the praise that you shift your focus from your desires to doing the things that will please people to give you more praise. And this is a bane for most young people because when they start doing something and people start praising them about it, they get so excited that they forget the purpose for which they started that endeavor and they begin to do things that would help them get more praise from these same people. Immediately you shift your focus to accepting praise from people because of the things that you do. That is the beginning of your doom. And that is when your business will start failing. Because every business starts with a purpose. And as a spirit entrepreneur, like we said in episode one, your business was given to you as an idea from God to help you solve a problem and to also help people to win souls and to make uh, to make people's lives better. So grandiosity is the last thing on your list that you want to hinder the energy of your desire. We leave our path and follow another path of fame and recognition, forgetting the true purpose by which we started out on our endeavors. We must put ourselves in a position of constructive criticism. We must always criticize our work. Doing this makes us learners and open-minded. We must be open to accept correction for the errors we make. Because ignoring the corrections will shape our lives to please and attract the praise of others, which is something we don't want. So don't forget. So don't get distracted when others praise your efforts. Always self-criticize your work. Be the very best version of yourself. Don't be the version 2.0 of your mentor. Be your own version and create your own brand. I hope you've learned a lot from this podcast and I'm looking forward to speaking to you again in episode 3. Thank you and God bless you.